Good evening. Please be seated. Thank you, Pastor Shadia, for the word. Um, tonight is the last night of creation, so this is part 12. That means we've been carrying on that, I mean, around that topic for 12 weeks. So, well done. It's never my thing. Usually I'll cut it off as part three or part two. And I've tried to, but I've kept to. I'll, you'll work with me tonight. I know I didn't send you scriptures ahead. So I've got a lot to say to you tonight or to discuss with you. So I was actually in a rush to start talking to you. But good evening, all the nations watching and everyone watching around the world, the families that are gathered in groups and in houses. Um, good evening to you. I greet you all. I can see Life HQ, Institute HQ, and Power Base, Cameroon, um, Kingdom Castle, the Light Tower, um, and individuals, those who are not watching from houses, whatever you're watching from, I greet you. Um, from Dubai, good evening. Ghana, good evening. Elite HQ, good evening. And all, good evening to you. I had, I hung on a scripture, so to speak, on Sunday. We couldn't move past a certain thought line. When leaders lead in Israel, um, I want a continuation of some sort of that tonight, but. I've also got many other things to discuss with you, but still in the line of leadership. Um, we spoke on Sunday about the leadership deficit in the world. And if you know what you should be preparing to export, to sell to the world, it is leadership. I mean, I'm glad that you all have business ideas and um, Masters, like Lloydie just graduated, I think yesterday or day before yesterday, congratulations. And all those who are graduating from prestigious universities. Uh, someone said, why do you only mention those top universities? If I have to mention all, we won't live here. The same reason why we stop congratulating people for birthday and I stop buying gifts because I realize you run out, you're gonna run flat because before you finish on it, someone else's birthday, if I have to post everybody's birthday, it's just long. I'll never leave. So um, it's a good thing that we're all training in that. And like Pastor Shadia said tonight, if I were you, I'll focus on the things that we were not trained to do. We were not trained to be leaders. We, we, the world did not, our, our predecessors, or the preceding generation did not train us to be leaders so we don't understand what it means um, some people become leaders in court by default i do believe people, leaders are born i that's my own belief however i think working with born leaders also makes you a leader because that means you can be you can be schooled to handle certain parts of the diversities of a leader which then makes you an authority and a leader in that school. But the problem you have is those who are in courts now, subordinate of leaders, 
they start their own in quotes church or start their own business and you realize what is missing so to export this thing called leadership which the world needs so badly and i think i gave fact on sunday that a footballer is great but he can't manage the club a club manager however don't have to be a footballer people can say you can be anything that you want to be in life i've told them well thank you for that encouragement but i don't think i'm gonna be a footballer that is like messi like or what your big guys uh messi or ronaldo i don't think putting my say if you just put your heart to it it doesn't matter if i as pt put my heart to it my heart number one refused to go because I'm not waking up at that time. I'm not running around. The, it's not going to work. Um, again, if you still have brothers who think that's what they are going to be. <laughs> How many footballers exist in the world? The same thing with so many other things that has to do with talents and giftings. So we should not even focus on giftings because you're born with it. So it doesn't make you inspiring. You can't, yes, you still have to have some hard work. But you, you didn't choose the gift of good voice. You were just born with it. <laughs> you were born with it. So to check inspiration, and I think I was re-emphasizing this on Sunday evening to, the, to your brothers or leaders, that to choose inspiration, it must be things that people actually chose to drive themselves to do. It cannot be predicated or based upon a natural gift they had. It is just that they decided to be this. A hobby decided, a naked decided, a dummy decided, and all the others, whoever else. It's a decision. And that decision then puts even more burden on you because now you're, you're, you're competing with those who are born in a certain way. Those who are born to sing. Those who had good voices. Now, the reason why I'm not going to diminish those who are born with good voices or whatever and say, oh, it's not hard work, it's just gift. I'm not going to diminish it because there are also many people that didn't get to the space they got to. It takes some hard work. But they also cannot say it's my hard work because there are other musicians too that didn't just rise, but they had more hard work. So once it gets to the space of chances and luck, it is no longer inspiration. It is now who drives themselves to be what? That is inspiration. And that's just foundation tonight. You soon begin to make a sense out of how this relates to the last day of 12 creation. Why this is important for us to discuss. So that's number one. Number two. I need you to think with me tonight, friends. Why we spend so much time um, pulling down strongholds. Now, you ask me what is stronghold. You know, in the churches where we grew up in, strongholds just means invincible stuff that you are shouting on, right? Uh-huh. Strongholds for us, which is where I'm going to go tonight, Things in our minds that make us reach certain conclusions. 
the reason why we spend so much time in the word and we laugh and we get serious and we get passionate and then we tell ourselves in different ways about the doctrines that we met. The reason why we are particular about that is because they made us reach dangerous conclusions. The act itself is not the issue. The conclusion is the problem. Because conclusions are the they are your life philosophy. Let me remind you of Sunday. Conclusions is how you see life. Perspective. What you've become now, you've seen it years ago. Yes, you guys eventually used the Rolls Royce. But you've seen it from the day you saw a pit even without Rolls Royce. Your mind bought it before you bought it. So imagine now if everybody's life is based on their lack or their prosperity is based on just what they can see or cannot see. As a man thinks, so is he. So it is not a dangerous look. If somebody wants to be rolling on the floor all through service, worshiping God, I've got no issues with that. The issue is, she has now been told and she's concluded that that rolling on the floor blesses her. So I need to come and break this down to you tonight properly. Not assuming that you understand this thing. Because I know why most of you didn't study medicine like me too. We just didn't understand anything. We're hearing it. So I'm not going to assume that the one who couldn't do medicine or law or those big causes is now understanding what PT is saying. So I'm going to break this down like we're just starting the church. Amen. Uh-huh just going to have to break it down. So those of you who are more mature, you have to cope with those of us who are kids. Please. Imagine an elder in church then say, I want the meat of the world, the meat. Say, go and eat dead steak downstairs. Eat your daughter. She's only a meat. She's not going to be anything. As well, heat her now before she eats you later. The meat of the world, the bone. <laughs> Yeah. So, it is. What is dangerous? And imagine, I was still on with my sister till about four a.m. And I was saying, what is dangerous with these conclusions? Uh, No, what is dangerous are the conclusions. Because she was giving me a narrative, and she started it before thinking, "Oh shoot, I shouldn't have told this guy because he's just going to use me as example." I say, "Yeah, right. You've got to finish it because you started." She's not fasted for like a year. She decided, let me just fast. Because you know, it's the beginning of the year. Then evil happened to her. So Peter has been saying, but it didn't ban us from, but let me just do it. She's doing it because her mind and her upbringing. And by 3 a.m. she nearly died. Said, that's Satan trying to kill you. It's Satan. So imagine they are curing, just pouring jollof rice down your throat and water and passing right Peter through you. Because why? You wanted to see the Lord. But you remember last year that you didn't. You were so blessed. Just listening to the word. So Satan thinks, oh, she was so blessed. Let me get her broke this year. Um, how about... It's the conclusions. 
Is there something wrong in fasting? Absolutely not. It's the conclusion of his works. So I'm still going to get to the things because we're not going to eliminate fasting. We're just going to say why we choose it when and if we do. It's the conclusions. Now I want to use more things as examples. Let me give you another example because I'll then go into what it means. If Pastor Shadia said it tonight, but you see, except it is Pastor Shadia preaching it, except she's preaching it on the pulpit or platform of the nation family, people like me will feel this is meaningless. You know why? Growing up in church, I always just hear in Christ. I don't know what the hell that means. You're just going to say, in Christ, hallelujah. Ah, wow, you're in Christ. Are you in Christ? I'm in Christ. Hallelujah. Then they form a song called, are you in the Lord? I'm in the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That's it. Nobody knows what that, what is that? So I'm going to get into simple terms. What are the fruits of the manifestation of the new creation? What are the simple things that you see in a person? Maybe before we get into what are the simple things you see in a person and say, okay, this is in Christ's person. Maybe we have to look at the things that we've been told that it is. Dismantle that so that we can enter a new life. Do you have time for the word tonight? Conclusions. I want to give you examples of conclusions. Things like, imagine someone says, and we've said this before, so I take it back. And so, my own saying it is not out of doctrine because we couldn't care less. Someone says, you know, when you bless your parents and give them money, there's a blessing, special blessing. That your mom prays for you and that blessing comes on you. Now, I'm thinking, who taught us that? Then I realize it's someone's parents. <laughs> you get on your way home. Like, I'm thinking, where did it come from? Where did it come from? Because it's not, I can't say it in the Bible. But it's a parent that taught a parent to teach a parent to teach a parent. So it's just from that line. Um, let me just say this to you. Absolutely zero blessing. Absolute. Pastor Dami, please help me describe zero. <laughs> okay. It's like, you, do you know there's a, an African meat called pomo? <laughs> pomo is just leather. It has no nutrients. Rubber, it's just rubber. You might as well use it for sandal. As in, when you eat it, when you eat it, if you eat it, it adds nothing to you. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Like the nutrient is nothing. It's just nothing. Someone say, how dare you say that? You see, in other words, you can do it. But there's nothing going on there. But that doesn't stop you from doing it. As a pity for someone that needs it. Or to bless someone. It's zero. 
Now, when people want to argue this simple logic, think about this. What about those whose parents don't believe there is God? Do you understand that? They don't even pray. Yet they have a, it's like Rothschild family. Imagine the father who fought to build, wakes up and says, well, you know you my children when you bless me. Someone then goes to use Isaac and Jacob as example. Those are other dimensions. We'll get there tonight. There is no nutrient. So, it is not the act. It's the conclusion. Because when you then say, I was blessed, the other person is thinking, so what's wrong with my mom? Because she's been praying for time and I've given her everything I've got. Nothing is happening to me. You see, that's the danger of that conclusion. False conclusions, false narratives are created to take your eyes off what is real and put your attention into what will not work. And this is scary to see because someone will then say, you see, okay, so today I decided because I stumbled on, you know, those YouTube thing, Pastor B is this, Pastor B is that. I just posted to this, let me even see. I never do. I thought, let me, let me even check. Like, I can see a roll of all sort of things. One said, the, 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 the richest court family in the world. I said, this is something. You people, finally, your parents' brain that they lost before they were ever born is coming back. All sorts. There's all sorts there. Today, I saw reptilians. I saw people who are extremely mentally... I don't want to be abusive, so I'm going to, so that it doesn't look as if I'm hurting anybody. That's not the point. So, okay, extremely intellectually slow or impeded or impaired of some sort. And I wonder who listens to this trash? Like, who actually concludes on this? There's no way you get there without being. A trash of some sort to be respectful. So I'm not saying this as reply, it's no longer annoying. It, 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 you've passed that stage. It, it's not, it doesn't affect you've passed that stage. I won't say face. I thought I've seen this guy before. It, it's like a guy who crawls around when they were around. It's not even how did you get bored behind camera? Like, what are you talking to? Of course, I didn't watch full. How would I have time? I didn't watch full. So I'm just fascinated to just say, okay, what is it? You see, and that's fine. It's not a thing. It's not, I'm not even complaining. If you're still complaining at that at this stage, then you don't understand. The world already knows what we are. It's intimidating already. The only thing you can do is you see it when you when people come close, they see it and they see the power of it. They say, oh shoot. Best thing they can do, don't let people know this is actually happening. But that's a matter of time. That's not my issue. From that side to all other sides, I want us to think carefully together tonight. So you might have to keep your neighbor awake.
I want to point you to some conclusions. So, I say, well, you don't like all those deliverance falling churches. Say, I don't care if they somersault in church. But to conclude, that once you've done that somersaulting, then a blessing is coming. You see, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. It's destructive. It forms the whole basis of certain people's existence. It, 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 it fixes their perspective. And say, Christ is your rock. Saying, okay, I agree, but can you explain what that means so that at least I can use the rock tomorrow? Then you realize that that person does not understand what they are saying. That's when you should become weary of Christianity. And you should check how you, th as a man thinks. The whole philosophy of your life is based on how you think. Forget what is happening around you. Because once you see what is happening around the person, you can, pro if you investigate, you will see how they think. Their thinking process is creating their lives. So at what point does the word become effective? When the teachers of the word, when our instructors become studious enough, become real leaders and begin to fix or change the trajectory of our perspective. Poverty, I told you on Sunday, I cannot judge that a person is rich or poor by what they well drive. You've got to sit and probe their intellectual capacity to hold a, an intellectual conversation. That's not on all topics. That's just on their chosen topic. If they are rich enough, if they know enough, how would you know that one of the 140 companies will be a billionaire company? You sit with the CEO or the chairman and probe how much she knows about hair. Let's say she's a hair. Otherwise, she will know more of nose piercing and dating and relationship, everything that's one more to her, everything that has no nutrients to the company, then you will go and say, in this church, we want to prove that we help people. So we're going to go give her thousands of pounds. We've been there. That's why I'm sharing this with you. You're going to give her thousands of pounds to start a business, but she, God forbid, of course, Zaya is intelligent, but, but she has no intellectual capacity to turn the 10 into a million. There are certain conclusions behind closed doors in her father or mother's house that she is, God forbid, this is not Zaya, so I can use her as an example. There are certain conclusions. <laughs> she tried to go and get married at some point. This guy was interviewing us. We do interviews together. Like she was, da, 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 da. we were building. Then a conclusion told her, you know, it's time to just um, build your life. What did you say, Pastor? I'm not me. She said, you came back, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> but the call has always been Zahe. 
But there is a building process to change the conclusion. So what we've tried to do in the past is to change the finances without changing the conclusion of this person. The attempt to install miracle on people is trying to give them breakthrough without changing their conclusion. As a matter of fact, the way they came into that miracle or conclusion is faulty. It's false. It's destructive. Because you will then peddle. You will sell things that are false. And other people's expectation will be dashed because what we're presenting to people is not real. Imagine you're praying for 100,000 people and two people in court got healed. Conclusion. Listen to half-wit conclusion. The Lord is here. There are like 100 billion sick people there. The Lord is here. Why? Somebody said, my head was banging before I came and it's no longer banging. Imagine, 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 so that you see why I agonize. So my sister was concluding with, I get you now, because this is why I get, get um, animated. Because you don't know where this thing is waiting to destroy you. I'm telling you now. I've not started, I'm just laying foundation. Someone comes out for healing, said, I've been healed. He said, of what? He said, I don't even know what is going on. I can't even tell. All I know now is that I was touched. Yeah, you know that word of knowledge. There's someone with a sickness in this part of the body. This part. Someone say, well, you know, just do your own thing and leave them. No, because you are black. Or mostly. It's looking for you. Confirmation bias is looking for you. Illusory correlation is looking for you. I just realized anytime I wake up to pray at 6 a.m., things go well in the day. You're a liar. Nothing is going well. You understand. Just chill. Spooky. Then someone will say, well, you know, I want to tell you an experience, but I know you don't like spooky. You don't tell me what I like. You go back home and be telling you and your mom about spooky or non-spooky. Don't talk to me. If it's not scriptures, leave me alone. It's safe to be that pedantic. Finicky. It's safe. Especially when dealing with people of color. Because there are conclusions that have been put into our heads before we were seven and we don't even know it's there. We don't even know. And it's like the algorithm knows you. It's like it hears you. And if you're not deliberate about changing what shows up on your phone and stuff, it will just lead some things your way. And you just say, let me just check. Let me just see. I just... <laughs> this, let's say, this is what Pastor Toby was talking about the other day. Let me just see and laugh. Now, before you know it, you're waking up 3 a.m. to cry, to sing. And say, you know, when you first got married, or you guys would have heard this before. They said, those who pray together, that's how the pastor said. Uh, 
He said, you see, every couple that I know that try to pray together, they've separated and beaten the hell out of themselves. Every single one of them that I know. I remember one woman in the church, she was trying to force her husband to pray. This guy is not honey. He doesn't want to pray with her. And I've got to be settling this thing. So finally, I said, okay, if you can't, can you at least watch a film together? He said, I like that. The other one said, that's not spiritual. Until she spoils the marriage by trying to force prayer. You're inconveniencing this guy. It's not true. It's not true. It's nonsense conclusion, guys. Joanna goes to Hobie. Uh, you know, we not pray to do. I said, I want to sleep. Said, no, our papa said at seven. Yeah, right. You know, I want to start you off on this level. And I don't, because marriage is not a thing here, right? I'm just trying to let you see without getting personal. Certain conclusions that has nothing to do with Christ. And you've got to investigate it. You've got to continuously investigate yourself under the searchlight of the word. till you know that those conclusions have changed. And that you've gained a perspective instilled by leadership and by truth. My first scripture there for tonight is, and you shall know the truth. That's my first scripture tonight. Maybe I'll get back to, to, to um, Deborah leadership. Only truth sets free. Any other thing outside of truth only puts bondage and keeps people in cages. Look at Yehoshua speaking here. So that, and, and truth must be probed. You must probe into truth. You must desire, you must be hungry to know truth about everything that pertains to your own life. Some of the things that we've preached that was only told us, we never probed into it. And then we got into illusory, in, illusory correlation. We thought it is true because it looked like something was working when we did it. They are illusory. Only truth sets free. A young man, a prospering young man, a prospering young woman must be a person, he or she must be a person that is hungry for nothing but the truth. You see, with the things that you see on YouTube, that no wonder we could not build a, a forward-thinking community. Our parents did not base their life on the truth. They based it on correlations that are wrong. Traditions, man-made, only made for a time that could not last into a certain time. The way and the reason why Africa is still backward, the lack of truth. And truth is not, did you go home today? I didn't go home. I, no, this is deeper. 
it's the philosophy that builds our life what is the truth our philosophy about giving what is the truth our philosophy about leadership look at Yehoshua Christ speaking here please tell me John 8 verse 31 John 8 13 this is Christ himself speaking this is not John this is not Paul this is nobody else but Christ he says start from verse 29 please NIV the, the one who sent me is with me he has not left me alone why for I always do what pleases did you see what guaranteed God's presence did you see what brought God's presence where we were growing up you know what brings God's presence aha hallelujah you start singing then someone will start talking then you say the presence of God is here meanwhile there's nobody there doing what pleases him the one who sent me is with me what is the confirmation that God is with you it is not about people's opinion about how good or bad you are it is not people's comment about you is what pleases him so in other words if you please people because you say what they want to hear and all that he's not still with you the one who sent me is with me it's not based on your gender it's not based on your perfection it's not based on anything he just does what because the religious order of that they don't like him the one who sent me in other words I'm not pleased with a Pastor Nikki or with a Miriam or with a Deborah or with a Shadier because they drive a Bentley. That's me now. I'm just trying to give you illustrations. Or because, um, um, what's his name again? Cap guy. Pack. Just looking back, man. So I can't believe he doesn't know my name. Who the hell are you? Of course, I know your name. Alex can lock God, man. Huh? <laughs> so, so it, it, it is not limitless as a studio that makes me feel that it's prosperous. I'm pleased with him because he's doing what pleases me. Christ says it is not, I mean, Christ says what, what impresses God about me it's not the crowd that shows up. It is the fact that whatever step I took pleased him. So it is not what 1 plus 10 plus 2, any calculation gets me to a million. Boom. Here's a million pity. No, it is how. It is the diligence of building connect. Therefore, look, if Sam, Pastor Sam, is prosperous enough to run a business and donate donate 10 million that's fine but i know for me that's temporary you know where i want the 10 million to come from the building of connect let's say it's pastor and connect the building of that saying this has become a millionaire this that's the one plus one plus one that adds up to that that pleases me more than i did a deal that's just so that we can get by for a minute What pleases me is that I can see the trajectory of Mimi's life, of Trendy's life, of, of whoever's life. 
and I can look and say, this is pleasing. Because there's only one offering you can bring to this house and that's people. And so what is pleasing, what is the most pleasing thing in the relationship of God and Christ was the Peter and Co. I'm building up a case and a story tonight. The scene of the people that he wanted to restore and they've embraced God even though they've not seen him. And that's why a house like this can say, we can boldly say, you go and be whatever you want to be in the world. We won't just be friends because you are misunderstanding this whole thing. This is not about how much you have, who you're with, what car you drive. No, it's about the systemic building of people. And if we fail in that, the systemic building of people and the building of communities and nations, and if we fail in that, we will repeat what made Africa, Africa. There's nobody from Africa that can teach you about prosperity. They are all impoverished. Definition of prosperity in Africa is, is messed up. In, in, in a same country, as a billionaire, your taxes are right. And it is used to make sure that the poor person also can live a decent life without being afraid of being kidnapped or killed. And on taxpayer in Africa, even though benefit from Africa, still accuses the government. Say, but if you are the government, you will do exactly what they are doing. Can't you see that? Anyway, but that's not my issue tonight. What was I saying again? What pleases him? He has not left me alone for I always do what pleases him. It is the pleasing that makes us friend. And that's why we became clear about what pleases. So what would please me about a dummy is not that, well, you know, since he's been pastoring power base, there's nobody that ever feels like he's not a good leader or he's bad or criticized them. That's not what pleases me. If 100 people criticize you, just please, just please show me 10 people that you've built on your building and I'm pleased. That's all. Verse, 20, verse 30, so that we get this clear. I'm just trying to break this scripture down. Tell me, please. Even as he spoke, many believed in him. Uh -huh. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If... Uh, um, um, can I quickly point out to something, friends? Few Jews believed in him. Many Jews killed him. Get the few that believes in you. Ignore the many because they were stoned anyways. We're talking, and I say this with all humility in Christ, we're talking of churches in this country. Show me where. Who has your numbers? Show me. As of tonight, you've gone over a thousand registration and you are not, you are not praying. P-R-E-Y. ING. You're not praying on the poverty of the world. There is a difference between a built church and the people who say, come, I have anointing to heal you. That's praying on the problems of the world. That is not gathering people. That's praying, please. Let's not descend into the abyss of foolishness just because it's popular. 
Факт. So if we're talking about decency and focus, gathering numbers and organizing numbers, show me who in this nation. So that's with all criticism. You're still above peers. Still above. Go and check those who are not criticized. How many are they? What are they? Where? So, those who are so snatchers, do not go with a general belief of those who don't believe in you. To the Jews who believe, who had believed in him, he spoke to them. You speak to those who God has given you part time without leaving others thinking God has not given us that he has given you the, even the Jews. So we can say, well, you know, the black community, they are not, if black community criticize you and come after you, they are not doing anything their parents didn't do. They are not doing anything your parents didn't do. There is only one thing major, major, most, and this is not a blanket, that black people are used to is tear it down. And you can't blame them. They've been turned down. So they are not doing anything their predecessors did not do. It is only human. Generational. For them to think why a PK. If I give you a chance in this house, you do it to each other. You turn claws and jaws straight on each other. It's just, there's no space. You've tried it before. And guess what? When you were trying, you didn't know. It's only normal. At least your other community, they make money and nation build together first. Then they, and people say, well, you know, can you imagine? Britain and Italy were once brothers. That's good brotherhood and dividing. Because they divided into good nations. <laughs> Have you seen Africa? Let me tell you. Africa, Africa would divide. Imagine Somalia dividing. You already need each other. Then imagine when they've now divided. It's already a small poor nation. When you've now divided, wherever you now divide to go into, you then turn the gun on each other again. And you tell me this race is not an evolution from the hips. It's created from Adam. Really? Seriously? Because when we were growing up, we were taught to discard evolution. I've embraced it now. Fact, scripture, and history. And I've told you why, but that's not my focus tonight. Wise are simple. There's no way one man and one woman gave birth to all of us and we have different DNAs. Don't worry, don't go and use this as evangelism. That's how the... <laughs> Remember the mad evangelism day when people stood in the street and said, where did God live? <laughs> what, what just thinking? Because you can ask eternal questions like, so Cain and Abel, two people, so how did they reproduce the earth? There's just so many questions. But if you're a national, you'll know that we've already said it, that Genesis 2, 1 and 2 is not the beginning of the world. 
There are many words before then. This specific man is why we came into Adam. There was a work God gave to Adam, the five commandments. That's why the scripture hymned him to him. He cannot be the first man or the only man. It will make no sense, guys, really. Anyway, but that's not the issue tonight because at that point, people are getting deeper. You see, that knowledge, if there is Lilith in the garden or any other person, you see that knowledge, yeah? Unless it deals with conclusion, it's irrelevant. The reason why we trace back there is that there are certain conclusions that are dangerous and we have to untie it. Otherwise, if it is for gathering just knowledge, it is not relevant. Do you understand what I mean? If you alter my teaching, you are really my disciples. This is the first commandment, guys, in court. He said, what makes a person his disciples? is teaching. Please. You know, we're driving to church on Sunday or whatever Sunday we had physical service. And of course, you know, you always come in contact with some funny areas where you know these are church people characterized usually by poverty, betting shops, churches, buggies, Huh? chicken and chips shops it's very they are together so don't don't i'm not criticizing i'm just stating the obvious guys because oh, this half which we say he said churches and it's the obvious it's there it's in our face every day i don't know if you've run into any church in mayfair let this then stop falling now it's third time I don't know if you ran into any church in Mayfair, even Central City, London, where the work office are like you just saw. Jesus is the ghost ministry. I'm not sure you ran into any. I don't think so. Uh -huh. So I've seen this person. It was raining, oh, some light showers, pushing a buggy out of the car. But a child just trying. You can see this is obviously a church person. And I don't want to describe a church person. But obviously. And I wish to just pull over. And say, you know you don't have to go. <laughs> and it will, exactly. In the rose right. The one that say, you know you don't have to go there. You don't, you don't. You don't need this. You do know you don't need this stress. Because if you were going to a nation family now, I can get why you want to go. You have many reasons. But for you, you know why I know you don't have to go. You actually think you'll be blessed by going there. Meanwhile, the pastor you're going to meet, yeah, is just thinking, I just want this chest filled said, I've been there. Sunday morning, when rain starts, the heart of the pastor starts palpitating. Like, are people going, boo, boo. yeah, you are scared like hell. Everything you're watching out for, is there snow? Is there rain? They say, oh, train stations have shut down. I say, hey, hey. You know, let me tell you, you know how many times we pray to bind London Marathon? 
That thing, we told, every church told is from the devil. Well, let's be let them cancel it this year because it's always Sunday morning and all the roads to your church, wherever the, your evil carcass was, is blocked. So nobody's coming. Our pastors were praying, let's pray. This is from the devil, it's from the devil. But you see, the thing with the devil is it never moves. That thing just kept going. So, so I wanted to say, guy, you, you, you actually can go back home. You live a good life. And if I meet your pastor too, I would just say, you know, it doesn't, it, it should, it, it don't have to come. You'll be fine. It's the conclusions. Is it then good to, to, to meet with one another and to have fun and to win souls if it comes to certain conclusions and helps reach certain conclusions? If it's for blessing. Those are the conclusions I want to check with you tonight. Jesus went for the Yehoshua. Look at verse 32. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I've thought about this before, friends. Truth sets free. If we feel in any sort of bondage tonight. From a person who feels bond to one million a month. To the one who feels embonded to any other thing. I need you to think about what I want to say. Because I can't even say it as deep as I want to say it. So you would have to walk with me. And ask the Holy Spirit to help you. If something is a bondage. It's because you don't know the truth about it. How do I say this? I don't know how, to say, how else to say it. I can only say this to the guys of some other meetings. If, if there's a bondage, if you feel, if we feel that we should have a billion a month and we don't have it, that means we are tied to something. First is we come to the realization and say we don't have it. Then it says, the, the issue with conclusion is we can then say God will do it. Because that's the conclusion we were thought. Or we can say there's a truth about this thing. That we just need to investigate more. That once we know, we will be free from a million. If I feel overburdened by an habit, and I've prayed and it's not going, you know what I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to go and check the truth about it. So that maybe even the habit is not wrong. Maybe it's a tradition passed down to me. I said maybe. Before people say, oh, so I'm okay. Uh -uh. I said maybe. So I just need to know the truth about it. Before I now think that I need to be free from it or not. Once I know the truth, I'll be free. So Yehoshua says here, then you will know the truth. Why? Because you are my disciple. So, truth is only given to disciples. Read verse 31 again. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus to, to, said. To those who had believed him, Yehoshua says, if, if you, yes ma'am. 
if you hold to my teaching is his teaching you don't owe to his miracles many of us were raised in church just being told the miracles of Jesus and you're holding to the wrong thing so now I don't know what you're going to do with this miracle you want to go and walk on water it makes absolutely no sense today imagine Abba someone has told her told her preached to her and she feels anointed Abba as good looking as she is and you just find her by River Jordan uh, is it Jordan or what's that one River Thames she's preaching to people and they are not trying to listen to her say, I will show you Jesus is in my life removes her high heel and step on the water just you, 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 that sounds insane right People do it. Christians do. That's why you'll see women, old women in all sort of robes preaching on Sloan Street. It's like walking on water with a megaphone and a big banner saying Jesus is alive. In her head, she's doing a service to God. Truth sets free. Anyone watching me tonight that feels they are in a bondage, truth sets free. The first work of truth is to make us free. If we are receiving something that is not setting us free, it is not truth. If you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then, I love the fact that he then started verse 32 with then. It means truth is for disciples. Those of you who have people living in your house, they are the ones qualified for truth. You know, I, you, you've got to be very... You see, I realize in life, right, for people to tell you the truth is hard. I told you this before. This person's mouth stinks. I know it's funny, but I'm just using many other things. as ex I'm just covering under this, yeah? nobody's going to tell you. I just use mouth because that's obvious, right? There are many other things. You don't even know it's there. And you know, people can just watch you keep doing it. And most times when people are watching you to, to doing it, yeah? They also watch you criticizing others for doing it. They just don't know how to tell you. That, excuse me, um, you do that. You know why? Because they don't know how you're taking. And of course, that's matured people. Of course, if you meet blown aunties, they, their job is to force advice. Unsolicited. Truth is for disciples. And so why don't you promote Thursday service? I don't even know you preach this much and speak this much. Why you? It's truth service. It's truth service. It's for disciples. So the Jews who had believed in him, Jesus, Yehoshua said, if you hold on to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Verse 32. Then. 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 Discipleship is the road, the key into truth. So there's a place where you know someone is not holding on to your teaching anymore. Do you keep sharing the truth with them? No. You know why? That truth will cause fight. 
There's no need. Because he's still in the congregation. And the truth will set you free. Amplified, maybe. Or whatever translation you've got. Let me hear you. Voice, sir. Voice. If you hear my voice and abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. Thank you, Trendy. You can switch it on. Uh-huh. If you hear my voice and abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. You will know the truth and the truth will give you freedom. So when you've heard the word free people, free people, it is based on truth that you've had intercourse with, relationship with. So everything that you do in the nation family, that you do now, not everything the nation family does. Your own role. If you have seven roles in elite or in the in the whole house, you've got to list those seven roles, or duties, or assignment, and ask yourself if you know the truth about it and why you're doing it, because. Once you do that and you can investigate and probe yourself, you're, you're set on a path of truth for what you're doing as your duty. Guess what follows that? Freedom. Now, we can spend the whole night defining what freedom means. It's going to be long. But that's not my focus tonight. Do you want to read something else? Quickly. TPT. TPT. Jesus said to those Jews who believed in him, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release true freedom into your lives. The, the, you would accept or you would agree with me maybe that our race and generation is in bondage. So what is the key to their freedom? Truth. You will know the truth. But they all can't accept it. So another question you will ask yourself tonight. I thought I was ready. I'm not. Another question you will ask yourself tonight is. Can I take the truth? And you've got to write it in a place where you can always see it and ask yourself. Can I take the truth? Because it won't teach you unless you can take it. To correct someone on a certain level, you must understand if you're if you're a developed leader that they can now take this correction. At a time in their life, they can't take it. Now they can take it. Taking it then can break them, but you just know that they cannot perform in this office unless they are willing to take this level of truth. Christians today in Africa cannot take the truth of the word. The word they profess they are doing. I mean, they, Jesus, they, profess, they cannot take his truth. They can't take it. And we must not be that. Someone say, well, listen to this because I'm going to act of the apostle in a minute. Someone say, but you see, all these things that you say and you're teaching... You are the minority. You are the minority. I agree. This way of life.
this truth is in the minority. But everything that became the majority was once upon a time the minority. Christ and the 12 disciples in comparison to the number of those that eventually turned the world upside down, I mean, their number and they eventually turned the world upside down, they are the minority. The Jews and the Roman Empire were way more than them. They were called the people of the way. Abraham was one with Isaac. Jacob had 12 and they were supposed to be the generation and the people that would take the whole earth. Through you, the nations of the earth will be blessed. They were the minority. So this truth and this way, no matter how many we think we are or can gather, we are still minority. Because if you look at the main church world, there are many wasting away, fooling themselves and coming to conclusions that only pays one person. They look now like the majority, but they will be the minority. If the minority now don't stop, if the bearers of light who are the people that bears the truth, if they don't stop. So, let me now start settling. I think I've laid a proper foundation. Truth is the only thing that sets free. And for truth, if you don't search for it, you'll never find it. There are always alternatives to truth. Can Africa really listen to a PT saying, listen, God is not coming to fix your continent. You are the ones that will fix it. They will say, hey, ha! and this is a pastor. They cannot take the truth. The devil has blinded their evil mind. They are selfish. They are tear down people. Wicked and evil. So they are veiled. They cannot take the truth. Can they take the truth of you telling them that waking up 6 a.m. in thousands to pray is nation building time. Attending rallies also from one to another is nation building time. Can we all as a nation walk, focus, Forget about some supernatural force coming to fix your nation. It has never happened before and it will never happen. Can they take it? No. That's why a man can sit with them and tell them Jesus told them to go and take the form of a political party. It was Jesus that told you to go and put out hundred him. I've never heard you give 10 million to the needy. Never heard it. <laughs> You see, you, the, the, the person telling them that is more brilliant than what he's saying. But he knows these people, they cannot take the truth. They can't take it. So let us tonight use Africa as the example because it's your parents that built Africa. And say, oh, well, you know, my own mom and dad, they are not there. <laughs> Trust me. They are kings there. You think you are seeing your dad at home every day. He's a king in, in his country. He's, he's in London here, his body. But there, once he makes money here, he first divides his pew, 
is going to where he cannot stay in. His mind is there. His head is there. They are the ones that created it. When they send these monies back home, they don't send it to build any community. They send it to build something for themselves. That's who we are. But can they stomach the truth called community building? Nation building? They cannot. They cannot do it. And it is that person that will now teach you how to live and pray for you. Sorry, Conley, I've got to bring this up. Conley is that texting with a name Conley never thought he had. They call him Aide. Like, it's like the dad has looked for means and means this guy has gone to dig some ancestral cause hope and smashed it on him. Thinking, why are you guys this? Why, why are you this manipulative, though? Do you not just understand basic communication and leaving someone to decide? Why, 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 why is your generation this manipulative? You see, those people that are that manipulative, they will point at government. So they are just using us. That's what you are. But can you stomach the truth? Can you let truth? change your perspective about something as people of color can we take the truth you know how many pastors are staring at their african congregation every week knowing they are doing the wrong thing want to change it but they are thinking these people won't give offering all this one toby is saying about change life these people cannot take this thing so the guy just keeps to what he knows doesn't work because we are not people of truth We're not people of God. We're not people of the light. So the richest continent becomes the litter and the burden of the earth. It is not, please don't point ends to the, pres the current president of your nation. Our parents' generation made them. This is who we are. This is what we've become. And as if that was not bad enough from just our nature. Then we slapped religion, a foreign Bible, we slapped it on it. And we kept ourselves in bondage. But Yehoshua comes as the deliverer and says, you know, prayer can't set you free. Fasting won't. Even giving will not. Truth will. Can you take the truth? So questions pertaining to destiny. If a person would pray, if you should pray at all, the prayer should be, God, I'm here now for truth. I haven't chosen leadership because your man can then play you and then you see some star coming out of heaven. Then you go and read some funny book chosen leadership can I take the truth and it is not it is not a question you ask once in a lifetime it's a question you keep asking many of you watch African stories I still see them they'll kneel down they'll be singing ba, ba, oh. they, are, they are on the floor they are, they are 
you see, the hypocrisy in these people is beyond imagination. You think it is Satan doing it. Satan is surprised at what man can do. He's kneeling down, he's praying, he's saying, oh, I thank the Lord. But you see, you see, hypocrisy is the real sin God hates. That's the real thing. You see that auntie crying, that those who move near her family, move near her life. She goes about. You know some of your parents. You go about and portray a perfect life. Say, these guys, these factions, they are not disciplined. But when you look at their own life, you see decay there. They sit on that and call other people out. That's number one sin before God. But what did they call sin to you? Adultery. Nonsense. Fornication. Nonsense. Can you take the truth? You know, John, I think this is first John and I have to look for this. He said, uh -huh, I, I get it. There's no greater joy that I have than that my children walk in the truth. Then we'll go to John 17. Sanctify them by thy truth. Then he said, what's the truth? Say your word. John was saying there's no greater joy. I think it's first John chapter 1 or chapter 2. No greater joy than this that I have. That my children, I can see this person. Well proud to say that's a daughter, that's a son. Forget about perfection. Let me tell you something about perfection, guys. And let me be clear about this. There is no, it is foreign religion that makes us say this is white or black. There is never white or black in this world. Things are gray. He will say, it's either this or that. Tell me. No. There are gray areas in life. In fact, gray areas are 98% of life. This is truth. Can a normal Christian stomach that? He will say no. But in his own daily life, he has many gray areas. But his pastor has gone to put him in bondage. But you see, like the Pharisees, the bondage our pastors give to us, they themselves can't carry it. They can't take it. Well, some get to where Jesus was using F word for, uh, Yeshua was using F word for the Pharisees. Oh, sorry, they said it's not F word, it's woe. <laughs> and we've read the definition of woe before, right? I know we've read, but we'll read it tonight. And he, he was reading the many sins of the Pharisees. But well, let, let me not pile up scriptures. Please tell me. 3 John 1 1. Third John chapter 1 verse 1. Look at this, please. The elder to my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Dear friend, I. Did you see where he loves him? In the truth. Because if you just keep saying in Jesus, in the, there's no definition. In the truth, the word. Because I now see a dummy walking in that word. He is not perfect. He doesn't have to be perfect. There's nothing you can tell me about him. Do, have you seen? Look, I was looking at something today. Because I have a friend in court that always sends me this thing unsolicited. But because he's a word person too, so I don't mind. 
you see the first person to attack someone. Someone says, imagine someone has gone to a political presidential aspirant and she's wearing miniskirt. Someone sends a message saying, you shouldn't do this. This is inappropriate dressing. Then because my friend is very nosy, he's going to click on the page of the person that spoke and she was half naked. Is this appropriate for public space? Someone will go on YouTube and say, that's not how the church should behave. And you see how they look. You are thinking, like, do you actually have any sensible parent in this community that looks at this person and say, this person is right against, uh, they are right on what they are saying against Park Nation. You are looking at that person. You are saying, do you want your son to be like this guy? Really? A civil engineer, someone that has built their own company, someone that is building companies, someone that is building recruitment companies, says, this is the way. Then you look at a nobody on YouTube, say, ah, I don't know what they are saying about Sparkle. From that person, and you look at the other person, you can't even, how can, how can our predecessors not have basic thinking skill? Basic. Basic. Basic just means you're looking at who is talking, you're looking at who is there. Is, it, is, is that, guys, it, do you have to be a, a computer engineer like that? You, you have to be a genius? You have to be an electrical engineer like Pastor Dami to think that? To just say, let me, hold on. Let me see the critic. You look at them, you check their picture, the minor. Then you look at who is there. Like you go on Nikki's page, Dami's one, all the profile. You just look at it and you think, if not that we are tear down people, our parents will be here. This attitude is, I'm telling you now, this is the attitude that they built Africa with, guys. This is how they ruined the place. Don't say my dad is not in politics. He's there. He's there. It might not be his name, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. But he's a representation. The person there is him. One one um, class. Basic thinking. It's lacking. This is not adding anything because I want to get into something in a minute. So I need to lay these foundations so that we are not deceived. What do I mean by so that we are not deceived? So that we are not thinking we are better than our predecessors too. We are also them. So it takes truth to shock us out of that system. It takes truth. Otherwise, subconsciously, we will journey into them. Because they never stop talking. Like the blood of Abel. Look at this. The elder to my dear Gaius, whom I love in the truth. So, these guys from the new family is called truth family. Truth is sizable, as in you can quantify. You can, you can say that's not the truth. But you see, spirituality and all that, you can't quantify. Because someone can come down and say, I was in the spirit. And you've seen the failure of that. And someone said, Jesus told me this. And everything is always wrong everything 
As in, I can't believe it. Like, in our lifetime, like, face to face, like, Jesus just keeps telling you things and is falling wrong. How do you continue the ministry? I don't understand it. As in, you predict football match. I can predict football match. I'm not thinking Jesus told me. I'm just doing my own calculation. But, like, actually, you said, Jesus said, and then you said, on so, so, so date, he appeared to me and said ABC. Then what you said didn't happen. Not once, not twice, not three times. How do you continue church? And in the church, you still say, in Jesus' name, he would do it. How? How is there anybody there that is believing you? How is this possible, guys? Or am I the one running crazy? I don't understand. And people still jump and say, hey, man, no, he can't do it. He's not going to do it. He just said it. And things happen. Okay, let me leave those ones because the way you people are looking at me, like, don't you just don't know Jesus. Sometimes he says things that uh, are not going to be. It's just to play with people. He just says it and says, oh, you thought I was going to do that. <laughs> Whom I love in the truth. What is the truth? And I'm going to come to that in a minute, guys. What is the truth? Your family houses are truth. And I'll show you why. What is the truth? Your soul winning system, truth. Because it has a link to somewhere. So I gave the example of somewhere saying, you know you don't have to go to church. We are not doing church so that we can feel tears. We're doing it because we believe that there is, there is a transformational power that needs to happen to a generation. Truth. Whom I love in the truth, tell me. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. It gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in did, it. Did you hear that? It gave me great joy when I was told about your faithfulness to what? To church services to the truth how dedicated you are to the truth why because he understands that that's the only place of freedom it gave me great joy because i've seen how dedicated you could, the, the word faithfulness dedicated committed focused on the truth and they are also telling me that it is not just that you heard the truth and walked in it you continue to walk in it dispelling everything that is not right because you continuously probe into the word to find out what is true. So number one hallmark, it is based on all these conclusions that I can therefore tell you. Number one hallmark, number one hallmark, number one sign, number one trait of a new creation. Number one is act of the apostles. Chapter two and chapter three. All those who have believed, they were all one. And nobody said what they had was theirs. If you're a new creation, that's how you roll. That's how you think. That's how you see life. And you continue to walk in it. That's the number one trait of 
a true church. Please, guys, how has these people established church without Act 1? How? Then they say, you are fake, they are real. Truth. You're going to have to look for specific scriptures for me there. And in that life, I want to tell you three or four things that shows that you are now a new creation. A new creation church has to be according to the pattern of act of the apostles. It's not a church if that is missing. It's not true. So let me boldly tell you therefore why we give. It cannot be true if it is just tight or God is going to bless me. Simply put, please come close. Listen to me. God calls a man, gives him a project. Everyone who are believers gathers around to make it work. That is what we saw in Acts of the Apostles. So if it, you know, in the whole of Acts of the Apostles, the first church, the New Testament, you will not see and they brought their tithe. Is it there? Because it's just a question. There was the giving of all. This was how they lived. If you keep probing into that, simple. Peter was told, upon this rock, I will build my church. So I therefore submit to you that if a church is the continuation of what so-so-so church does or what another church does, it's just let's gather cheers and sing. Even though you change your music style and you're more energetic, if it is just a continuation of the other church, every penny you give into that place is a waste of money. Because it doesn't need two churches. It needs one. So it sets churches in a generation. I bet my life, even if God, I mean, take this how you take it though. Even if Pastor Sam is the most prolific that 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 wrongdoing right because he's found a mission and his perspective is on that mission if he's supposed to supply in his lifetime 10 billion to the work he will have it what well, we were taught that the traces of the new life wars and this is why conclusions are dangerous somebody comes to the altar and says sir since the day I became born again, say, so what changed in your life? Say, so I no longer smoke. Please, I smoke cigarette or even Igbo, whichever one. Please, I'm asking you, does a person have to be born again to not smoke? Does anybody know anyone that is not born again that doesn't smoke? I think you know many. Like they don't know Christ and they don't give a care. But they don't drink. They don't smoke. All our own life growing up, all we've ever heard is now that I'm born again, I don't drink, I don't smoke. Then another one says, before I was born again, I used to womanize. Now I womanize no more until we found that the pastor was womanizing. So we are saying, this is very confusing because later we discovered that the pastor was womanizing. Was he not born again? He's going to put a burden he can't carry on himself. But these were the born-again conclusions. 
So, you see why conclusion is dangerous. So, because you're looking at me that way. So, burial now thinks, I came to the altar, but I keep doing, I keep smoking a bow before I come to sing. And that's why I can sing like I'm singing. She keeps thinking, something is wrong with me. I am not born again. Why is she thinking that, guys? Because someone said last week, that since I became born again, I don't smoke weed anymore. But that's not the hallmark of being born again. But let me start with the church. Why we give? If we did not become a different kind of church. And the only way you become a different kind of church is not you say, oh, okay, since that's what God blesses, let us find another way of doing church. You all know Peter's trajectory. Either by being here or by hearing the story. We didn't plan it this way. God just wanted to get a you and you and he knows the work that existed before can never get you. So he sends special vehicle, special purpose vehicle to purchase you, your kind. That's a special assignment and he's still doing that work today. That's why we're different in this city and in the whole world and in a generation. Now, everybody who gives to that, every whatever anybody does to give to that, they will have it. It would work for them. But if they are given because it is church and they said bring your tithe and offering, it's a lie. It's the continuation of the old order. It has no impact or meaning. We're probing into truth. Again, I ask you tonight, this truth, can the church take it? The pastor will get to a point, he knows this is the truth, but he can't share it. Because tonight, tonight, he has to tell them something, something will happen if you do X, Y, Z. God will bless you, just give, give God the money. But you see the thin line? Do we still do sitting here? Sitting is our whole life. I'm just giving you time to pick scriptures from me. It's a whole life. But you see the thin line there? There's a truth here. So we're not saying there's no other real person. We're just saying, okay, so what's your assignment again? And the guy says, to spread the message of the Lord Jesus Christ too. I said, but every, people are doing that. Television does that now. We don't need you. If it is for you to just dress up with tie and suit and come and tell a story, please your conclusions will be very dangerous can you take the truth give me scriptures i'll let you let you read about three or four what we're looking at in act is the formation of the truth church what 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 is the truth of this so that when satan comes challenging you you are very versed you know so it can't tell you that your finances will go down. You're standing on this and saying, no, no, no. As long as this work is before me, supplies will come. We're not trying to reach a target for March just so that we can fill an auditorium. We want to make a women's story. That special assignment is called truth. It's called truth. So everyone mobilizing to make that happen 
guess what is with you? God is with you. Not because you fasted and prayed. No. Because you're doing what pleases him. You're walking in the truth. Everyone that is in court, hustling for souls, mobilizing. You're walking in the truth. And John says, there's no greater joy that I, that I have than that my children walk in this truth. So your business connection is not the truth. These basics are the truth and they bring the business connections. Paying attention to what this vision and these houses is the truth. Every other thing's, thing may be truths. This is the truth. Tell me. Acts 2 from verse 41. Those who accepted his message were baptized and about 3,000 were added to their number that day. Mm. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship. You, you, you know we've taught this before. What's the first thing they devoted themselves to? The teaching. Why? Because Christ left a pattern. He said, if you owe to my teaching... Then you'll be my disciple. Then you'll know the truth. You know, in Africa today, you don't have to be disciple. You don't have to love God. You just have to tune into prayer services. And on Sundays, just drop a word or two for God. You can be a mudra all you like. But you just say, God is faithful. You say, oh, I started God. Mm, that's good. And if a person like me or you come out and say, no, 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 it's about nation base, is this a pastor? Why? Because you didn't have G-O-T to it. But we shouldn't be angry with them. Their continent, their nation is already punishing them. Their life circumstances, daily struggle is already beating them. They devoted themselves first to the teachings. The reason why I added this is someone would then say, oh, prayer. It was the last in this verse. So we're not saying prayer is not good. We're just saying it's not the first. There are many things that are way more important than prayer. And maybe we'll go through it tonight. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching. In other words, they can't even fellowship together. They can't pray without knowing the teaching. In the church we met, do people pray because they know a teaching? And this is not just every teaching. This is the apostles' teaching. The apostles, they set a new order. They were teaching something completely new. They, don't, they didn't look like the Sadducees. Remember, even if 3,000 was added to them that day, before that day, they were the minority. Even that day, they are still minority. So when we look at it and say, this is your teaching of the resurrected Christ. Where is this taking you? Where, where, you are a minority. But the minority is what becomes the majority over time. But that's because some people have bonded themselves together to devote. Do you understand what devote means? Maybe we have to read that definition. They devoted themselves. So when we talk a lot about SoundCloud and word conferences, it's to, to, to inspire devotion. So you can't, you can't join the 318 without having devoted yourself. So 
imagine someone still feels it's how much I bring to the table it's the money I bring to the table no the reason why you're not even getting it is you are not sincerely devoted to the apostles teaching what is apostle if you read amplified it would define apostles special messengers write that down where you can always see it in case you don't remember special messengers that's why I said you cannot devote yourself to the teaching of just a pastor that is just repeating what he just he just left his church because the the pastor somewhere else wants to have many brand churches or is 40 senior pastor because they didn't bring rice on time the senior but then he said how can papa talk to me that way then he went to become a papa then some people from that church will follow him rebellious people normal it's not an apostle's teaching apostles come with special message different in style in communication in word their revelation is different everyone devoted to that god is with tell me voice translation the community continually committed themselves to learning what the apostles taught them it is the apostles teaching why they they were with christ they were taken as a bunch of most most of them complete illiterate i'm coming to the second trait of christ new creation they were like bunch of illiterate minority they were not in the school of any sadducee like most of you imagine someone still to a pastor telling me um their church which was once upon the biggest it turned the biggest church in uk and when they were the biggest the pastor didn't let nobody in this world rest nobody we are the biggest biggest they count now the pastor said you know why we're not as big anymore all our kids have gone to spark they are the leaders in spark i'm thinking ah so you were the one that gave birth to sam and oni and dami and obi i don't know any of you that is from any main I, I can't remember is it that all you old men just use spark to lie anyhow of course i didn't say no because I'm thinking, yeah, they will all come. But for now, I didn't know when Onyi's dad was the leader of um, blah, 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 blah house. I didn't know when. I don't know any of you that are, um, uh, those who were pastors' kids or most of them, they are come back to wherever they, like who? So you people just stand up and think, what excuse am I going to give? Oh, that's back is there. Uh-huh. So they've taken all the kids. I don't understand. But it's fine. I'm not saying no to that. They should all be here. They should be free from the bondage of evil, wickedness, and satanic um, um, chain in Yehoshua's name. The community continually committed themselves to learning what apostles, what the apostles taught them, gathering for fellowship. That's the second thing. Breaking bread and praying that's the last thing how can you call prayer meeting for those who are not devoted to teachings they don't gather for fellowship by fellowship not the prayer meeting fellowship the ones you did they are not committed to breaking bread but guess what strangers just met together and pray look sir ma this is not script that is not scriptural 
This is scripture. Read the next one. You wanted to read the definition of devotion. Look, if I'm not just looking at the time for you tonight, I'm just about to start. But I'll just close trusting that God will teach you the rest. Tell me, please. Devote. Devote. To give all or something, especially your no, I time. I need a better microphone, please, so that I can, I really need to hear you. To give all of something, especially your time, effort, or yourself to something you believe in. So can we then reread the scripture now? So you're going to help me. I'm going to say day, then you will read the vote. Yeah? You don't need to say day. Give all of Thank something, you. especially their time, effort, or themselves to something they believe in. What did they devote themselves to first? Their businesses? The NFSC? They gave all. Huh? All of something. They gave all of something. Time. So SoundCloud, the apostles' teaching, unless if you're not thinking this PT is sent for a special message. But my life and story shows that already. If you still don't believe it, then that's fine. But to devote yourself to it is safe. They gave their time, effort, everything to just hear the teaching first. So you're getting worried about seed and that's fine. But you, you, it is the teaching first. Unless if you're telling me in this city at this time, forget this city, man. What's this city? It's too small. In this world at this time, you found a walk like this. And if you find it, not the talk of it, a walk like this, please show me because I want to learn from it. If not, then destiny has brought your path this way. First thing, the devotion to that teaching. Because every other person wants to dress like us but have not our teaching. Every other person wants to look like us but they have not our teaching. And by every other person that includes even some people in the house so he's going to wear nice shoes now. And we're saying at what point in this journey did you devote yourself to this teaching? Because if you don't the shoe will go. And, and there's a generation that wore those nice things. There's a generation coming that don't even need to wear it. Because it's done its job. But they will still wear it because it will be natural to wear it. Because that's what we're saying. To wear anything that is a topic should be natural. It should not be thought about. To give all of something, especially your time, effort, or yourself, something you Imagine, believe in. So the first church gave themselves to the apostles' teaching. You know, most times you go to people that believed in their church and say, what's the teaching? Like, what are you guys? No, no, it's just say, God is using our pastor. Say, so, okay, okay, okay. Like, yeah, so what is it? Ah, I said, the people are getting healed. Please, how can an intelligent person be sitting in a church that used headache in 2023? You know what is a dick? Paracetamol. Paracetamol. 
And this is a church that is in Africa or by Africans. The most suffering set of people in the world. That pastor has no solution. I'm not saying for Nigeria or for Africa. For his street. Just his street. No solution. Even him or I is running from armed robbers. He's running. He's, ah, no, he has soldiers. And this man cannot show you 10 people that were real armed robbers or whatever the country is going through that were converted and now his pastors. He can't show 10. Please, I beg of you. But I already know black people can't stomach this truth. Not, not you. I beg of you. What is the sign of this man? Everything he does as miracle is what happens from government in advanced country. Does that not make you weep? That's why you have to so snatch, Stephen. Because there are people falling for that bondage. Imagine a, 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 a normal human says his assignment from God is people's marriage, destiny, to marry. He has the anointing to make you marry. You know, again, as comedy, no problem. As conclusion, it's evil. Because there's just simply nothing called that in Christ. Human beings marry because they get to see each other and they get to choose who to marry or not. You understand? In fact, Jesus was clear. He said, you see, the kingdom I'm talking about, there's nothing like that, so I don't care, really. That's what he's saying. If you say, oh, well, in Paul's house, there's no marriage. You're just saying, whatever. And he didn't just say it. It, it, he showed it. It didn't do it. So when you hear some prayer point, you say, exactly what scripture are you using? Or history or talk or stuff like that. The first church committed to the, the devoted to the apostles' teaching. What is the teaching of this house? How do you know you are now a new creation? That devotion to the apostles' teaching. So what were the apostles' teaching? They, they taught that unity. Do you have the next scripture for me? Because yes, if 43. we keep reading definition, we'll be here all night. Tell me. Verse 44. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Did you hear that? This is the all mark of... Look. You, I'll keep using Africa because they are still in that stone age. Um, they had all things in common. Please, I ask you a question. Between Africa... And let's say UK. Who looks like he's practicing this more? UK. They had all things in common. So, so much so that they practiced the Bible so much so that it became their law. So you, have you seen council flats before? They built it common. We are trying to break out of there, but guess it's still better than what it is there. They built it in common. What they are saying is, even though you are smart and strong-minded so you can be a billionaire, we're not going to have a billionaire and then you have the poorest. 
looking at the billionaire's house, you know that's how Africa is. You see, Africa is going to build a church auditorium that costs like $20 million. And there will be people that come into the place with sleepers, don't love sleepers, that can't eat. So, please, I ask you the question, what's common in that? So, who is closer to new creation? The one who shouts in the morning and says, Oh, God, come down. You can't call him to come down if you're doing what pleases him. He's already with you. Why are we shouting for him to come down? Because he's not there. All the believers were together and had everything in common. Again, I'm just using this country as an example. They are closer to everything in common. So, you know, in Africa, you go to bed in darkness. Um, and someone else does not see darkness at all. You know why? He's a rich man, but you're poor. Here, it doesn't matter if you are a billionaire or a poor person. Fact is, you're not going to go to bed in darkness. The same light, electricity, in your house is the same in a billionaire's house. You see, when we're growing up in Africa, we lived in a poor area. Sometimes we go to bed with light, but not the same light as the billionaire. We have what we call low current. You see the way he did it just look. She's never heard it. She doesn't know what it means. Low current means there's light, but there's no light. It's dim. Yeah, it's like you purposely dimmed your light. It's like someone in the office of electricity just thinks, you people, why do, why, what do you want to see again? He says, okay, I'm not going to switch you off, but I'll just let you guys know that. It's not that deep. There's nothing for you to see. Go to bed. In a country that prays more, they have less in common. Are you with me tonight? The old apostles teaching in this house, in Acts of the Apostles, were brought the apostles teaching, the manifestation of the new creation, the new church order, was that all the believers were together, one, and they had everything in common. So we wanted to create a system that PT don't just wear LV. You can see it on, I don't know, whoever your disciple is. Is a sign of new creation. Are you understanding my examples tonight? But you see, in the black blood, in this generation black blood, there is an illegitimate child still in that family, this, let's say, and is thinking, I don't just want to wear the LV um, Pastonia's one. One day I'll become a big man and I'll wear my horn. You see that illegitimate child or, or daughter or whatever? That's the African child. He doesn't like common because common does not let him oppress others. Now, you would see where I'm coming to with the anointing in church. You see, the anointing, the Ila's anointing is created to make him oppress you. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying? So you're looking at him and say, this guy is a healer. If you see the anointing. So when he moves near you, you get shocked. Like, <laughs> So he walks back with his shoulders high and he says, you don't know what's going on in my anointing life. So if I touch you with the anointing right now, everything will change right now with you. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you and you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Take it! This is... <laughs> Weird guy, weird guy. Then you will be oppressed because you think. So we ask ourselves, so where then, where then is honor? Where is leadership? Where is fatherhood? A ministry that you couldn't give yourself. You can't be pity. You can't give yourself this. So if it's just another man on the street that I've gone to arrange chairs, and because he fasted, he feels he has the power of God, I'm not honoring, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. Because that's just the continuation of something. They brought everything they had to, to the apostles' feet. Peter, this guy was leading a new order. The Pharisees are shocked. The Sadducees don't know where to go. The religious order of the day don't know what to do. These guys took that city by storm. And turn the world upside down. New movement. It's not new because the church name is new. Or because it's just younger people coming to the church. It's new because the dimensions of his impact is never seen before. If you remove that from us, nobody needs to give anything. Because you'll be wasting your resources. I'm telling you the truth, guys. Can you take the truth? See how deep this truth is. You see why a pastor can't preach this? Because he's just saying crash then. Because how are people going to give? What are they going to do? But you are the minority that will become the majority. Special assignment is why we give. And in every special assignment, you would have your own special assigned. Target is just specially assigned to you. That's what target is. Like, okay, pity fuse, I've got this assignment. And look at how deep this thing is. Wake up at this point, please. Look at how deep it is. Whoever is specially assigned cannot have one iota of fear or greed in them. Otherwise, your seed is like pity then comes and says, Oh, you don't know how God is blessed. I've now bought five houses. Guess what just happened to you? You have just tapped into a house building anointing, which may never work for you. It will never even work because that's not his assignment. His assignment is not to go and buy things. He must be a completely dead person to those things. Otherwise, it's not protecting your own destiny in this work. Are you understanding this thing? See how deep it is. So it can't come out and boast and say, now I have 10. If he does that, you've got to start looking at him and saying, um, excuse me, sir. But he can boast and say, have you seen this daughter? Have you seen this son? I raised him. He's raising 20. He's raising 30. That's the special assignment. So the Peter wakes up and says, you know, for this assignment, which you know is not going to steal some and go buy a car because 
he now wants to use a car that nobody has. Because if he does it, you'll feel little of him. You know your leader. I'll jump into anybody's car. I really give no care about a car in this world. But I don't want the world to hear this. Oh, they should think I, I buy everything. But I don't. See, it has to be a special call. Assignment. So it is based on that special kind of thought that you can then look at a psalm and say, you know, this is your own assignment in this assignment. Go do X, Y, Z. He's also not going to panic and think, oh, I think Peter just wants to quickly buy some shares in, um, I don't know, um, Cadbury and keep it for the, for, for the future. He's devoted to by example. And I said, you don't know what these pastors are doing secretly. It might have something is kept. I said, I wish. In fact, at this age, I wish I can just show up. I said, guys, you just don't know what's going on. I actually bought some four. So, so now if you don't have much money, I have four. Secretly. I wish. I Sometimes I feel, oh, I wish I just show up with, um, I wish. It's not secretly. Peter was leading a new walk. The real new church. And I said to my friend, no matter how much Bible knowledge you have, as long as you're this way, it's still not a true church. If it is just you and your kids. So Peter will administer and every day they will bring to him. The, the presence of God was so powerful that when they set target and people had gone out now to, to raise and they were disposing of all they had and bringing it to the apostles' feet, someone brought some signifying a non-devoted life. That's just the whole issue there. It brought some and I've, used, I've seen pastors use that to scare their congregation. So I said, don't mind him. Don't answer. Nothing would happen. Don't give him anything. They said, why? I said, what's the special assignment? As you're giving this guy when he's showing you what he's building, his house in Ghana. In Ghana. It, it, does Ghana need one more house built? It needs economic reformation. <laughs> but this guy is taking your own resources to build himself a retirement plan. And his community, his mansion is now nice, but you see the street to his house is dirt. And all his neighbors have little kiosks where they sell things. They sell milk, biscuits to send their kids to school. It's unbelievable. Then she shares a testimony. I said, you don't know what the Lord is doing in my life. I just built a whole estate in Ghana. And you there, you say, hallelujah. I say, madam, as in, what about the community? So there's a time you have to take care of yourself, you know. I said, okay, that's fine. That's exactly the word. So you go take care of yourself and leave these people alone. But we can demand seed and target from ourselves because we're building the same thing. It is UK that gives us the example of new creation or advanced world, not Africa. Did you hear what I just said? It is the advanced world that gives us, they are the closest, and I'm not saying they are new creation, they are the closest to it. Way closer 
than where we're coming from. There's no truth where we're coming from. Did you finish the scriptures you picked? Let me start closing. Tell me. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Did you see their economic system? They looked at those who had need. They created the common ground. No longer would we have a church where the pastor or the leader is, where is far away from his own people. And say there's a big church in Africa where the interpreter stole so much from the church, he built himself like 10 houses from the offering of the church. Not only that, he married many wives. See, I have no problem with the marriage of many wives. They, they put a burden on them, which the man is thinking, I don't want to do this thing. But you see, he's told to build many houses because he already knows his Jew also has many. But you see, in Africa, if you just come out dressing as if you are not a designer wearer, yeah, even if you have 50 houses that you will never use, they will say, look at that humble man of God. They cannot stomach the truth. They like liars. So he's stealing because he's just thinking, you see this man, he's buying all these houses and I can see it, but he's giving me salary and saying, follow the Lord, be holy. So the guy thinks, what, what do you want me to do? If I meet him now, I'll tell him nothing can happen to you. It's the same source. He said, oh, God will deal with him. Nothing would happen. It's the same greed. It's out of truth. If you attend Elit, you know where Pastor Nikki lives. You know. There's nothing she wears that you are saying I can never wear. If she drives a Bentley. The only thing is that 70 of you can't be in the Bentley. I mean, you can't be coming and say, oh, see how the pastor rolled up. You can't be 70 in it. In fact, by the time you are five in it, it's already looking funny. Only her should represent you at the moment. You know where she is. Now, if our church freedom church grows to 5,000, will everybody be in that house? No. But the foundation is laid. As the teaching. So, the 10 would do it to another 20. So, that is the number one mark of a new creation church. Ask people who say someone is their father in the Lord. Or someone is their father. Or someone is their mama in the Lord. Or someone is their this in the Lord. Ask them. Do you talk to him? Have you ever entered his car before? Do you know where he lives? If you have a father you don't talk to. Can't enter his car. Like my friend said. said then you say it's my spiritual father. Then you're a spiritual bastard. Because you don't know. Second hallmark, because I can spend the whole night on the apostolic church. They sold possession to give to anyone who had need. Uh, finish it so that I don't stay here all night. I'll end for 11. Uh, but I'll, I'll see if I can cover two. Tell me. 
every day they continued to meet together. Did you see another hallmark? But I'm only putting this one under the new creation church. So it's not one, two, three for these ones. Every day they continue to meet together. They say it's a cult. They are always together. It's the church. You see the one that is caught and evil is the one that you go to on Sunday and you all, once you disperse, you don't even greet each other anymore. You are evil, you are fake. It's not a church. It's a commercial ground. Every day, can someone define every day for me? It means every day. Every day they continue. There is not one day in this house. And I've told you, the cure to drought or lack is simple. Just keep meeting. As long as Paul's, if you, there will be times you don't have zero pound. As long as you're seated, all your soldiers are seated. Maybe not all every day. People are in their different locations. But a PO is sitting with them. It's S-Rose. You guys are just seated. You guys know how. You know what you saw from PT. We just met. It doesn't matter what we were sitting there in Dorchester to say. We're just there. Or sitting there in the house to say, every day, don't let lack separate you. Don't let ambition for money or start to separate you. A house, it's not a house that prays together. It's a house that meets together. If it then ends in prayer, fine. If it doesn't, you've just met. It doesn't have to be a service. The fact that you, if you are, if you are new creation, you will long to meet your fellow creation. You didn't hear me. Because it is only them that you can speak to. It's only them that you can operate with on the same wavelength. So you'll find out when a person has fallen from new creation, they hunger for those who are outside of the family. And you wonder exactly what you guys talk about. What, what is it? All mark of new creation, those who are born together into that life, it's like they can't have enough of each other. And it is in that meetings have power. I didn't say church meetings on Sundays. Meetings have power to bring back plenty. And most times you will wonder, who, who is going to have money? Who is going to come up with? Just meet. Every day they continue to meet together in the temple's court because they didn't have houses at the time because they just sold it. Uh-huh. In the temple's court, in other words, you know why I also like the temple's court word? They didn't enter the temple. It's just a hangout place. So that temple, don't go, you know, don't want those people. In the temple's court, they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere heart. I can't go over the sincere heart tonight. It's, it's not sincere talk. It's sincere heart. As in, when Hilith gets back home tonight, Crystal is there, Chrismo is there, and whoever else live in the same place, they have sincere heart. You see, if we are to break that word down, it means nobody wants anything everybody don't want. You know, that's the most dangerous thing. You're sitting with someone, you don't know what exactly they want. They are saying all sorts, but you know their heart 
is far from the Lord. You see why the church didn't take over the world? It's 500 people in a hall with different stuff. And after a while, the pastor will begin to fuel their selfishness. He said, you, you'll be promoted tomorrow. He said, oh, they will fall under the anointing for promotion at work. Anyway, whatever. They say, you, the Lord will raise you. Then the other person is thinking, hey, so the, God will raise him and then me and God, and I'm a title. Every art is divided, but the pastor has to fuel that evil because he's also been sold a light to pedal. They broke bread. Did you finish? Should we just stop here? That is number one hallmark. New creations meet with new creations. If you see a non-new creation church, they hate to meet each other. They say, I'm going to Zuzo church, but I don't, I, no, no, no. After service, I just go home. I don't like talking to. New creations love new creations. You know why again? First, they are all devoted to the apostles' teaching. So there is nothing Abba is running in her life that Shadia is not running. They have common ground to talk about. The church we met, no way. Even if Abba doesn't like Shadesh, they already now know that when, once they are devoted to the apostles' teaching, yeah, they have a target for much, both financial and otherwise, they've got to talk. They have to fellowship. They have to meet. No leader needs to impress their follower. A leader just needs to lead. Impression comes after leading. You wonder why I said that? You're moving houses. It's a problem. You're thinking, where do we go from here? You don't need to prove to them that you've figured anything out. You all sit down and just meet. Then the wave will put you in the right place next. Always ends up to be right place. Always. Number two hallmark. Again, I won't go through scriptures with this so that I can close. We'll go through scriptures. And, and maybe your leaders will also take their time to study this and break it down to you. Real study it. Look into what are the signs. Again, I repeat, all the signs that were read to us, we have to disperse it because they are not white or black. It's not, I no longer fornicate because I was in Christ. Then when you then fell back into it, what happened? You, you are no longer in Christ? What happened? The real all mark is what matters first. And I don't want to get to the hallmark of love tonight because that's the extreme. That's the highest. That's the only two commandments that Yehoshua gave us. New creation. I'm just thinking, should I get into number two or not? signs of if really if you have really become a new person you crave fellowship you're devoted to apostles teaching your given life is a given of all 
not by being pushed to by choice prayer life is not part of it prayer life might be number 7 or number 8 it's fine this is true religion James chapter is it chapter 1 Definitely, James. What is true religion? Because again, people taught us all sorts of things. All sorts. But these things are not consistent with the word. Did you find it? Please tell me what true religion is. No, another one says this is true spirituality. I need a spirituality one. This is, if you want to know that a person is now a new creation, look at what James calls it. It's not a non, uh, all the things that he taught us and we're trying to do. Please read it. True spirituality. True spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God. Thank you. True spirituality that is pure. As in how God looks at something. Again, when we're growing up, a pure person is all that doesn't, you can count it, drink, smoke, fornicate, adultery, five, like five or six, that's pure. That's not pure because even the definition of fornicate, adultery, we didn't even know it. By the way, every definition they give you about it is a lie. But because I pass to young people, I will not tell you the truth. <laughs> Remain disciplined and it's fine. We didn't even know it. So, scripture simplifies it now, guys. It simplifies. It said, This is where you're reading from, uh, James. James chapter 1. Thank you. Verse 27. I guess so. The verse is what I didn't know. James 1 27. Please reread it, please. What translation are you reading? TPT. Thank you. True spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God is to what? Make a difference in the lives of the orphans and widows. Wait, wait. What is pure before God? Speaking in tongues? Your fasting life. It's a true spirituality that is pure in the eyes of our Father God is to make a difference. Well, you know, there are people who go occasionally to go and give food to orphans and stuff and snap pictures. Uh -huh. To make a difference. And we can spend all night on what make a difference is. To make a difference in the lives of the orphans. Now, again, we can spend all night breaking down orphans. Many of us are orphans. If you want to talk about parent leadership, many of us didn't have it. But let's just say orphans on the surface of it. In the lives of the orphans and widows in their troubles and to refuse to be corrupted by the world's values <laughs> did you hear this please guys to make a difference in the lives of orphans 
and widows in their troubles and to refuse to be corrupted by the world's values. The values most of our parents gave us is world values, guys. Giving is not a world value. They don't value giving. Oneness, if it if a normal church, traditional church preaches to you tonight, it's going to tell you about what values. How can an adult, 21, 22 year old, be sitting down in front of an old man telling you how relationship works? And it's fine if he's a relationship coach, maybe, but to say he's your spiritual leader. It's just advising. Gather people to advise them. His job is to mobilize organize and build communities and nations that make difference in the life of orphans, the fatherless, the motherless, the widows, and to teach people, disciples, how not to be corrupted by the world's values, how to have a different value system. I can't make a difference in the life of any widow or orphan if all I just do is cocoon. I'll give them food today, but unless I create a Honye, a Sam, a Shadia, a Habi, a, a Emma, a Johanna that can take this as the nation's value and know this is spiritual. In fact, once you do this, either you see people blessing Kokun more or we're blessing Kokun, you can go into the spirit after. Or you can just yeah, go. Then you can go into, you can feel, Oh, I feel that it's better than someone laying hands on you and you're shouting, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You're not spiritual. This is true, true spirituality. Can the world take this truth? So there are three things that is the hallmark of true spirituality there. Three. Widows, orphans, and values. If this was like Ashburnham and Co, I'll just start preaching about values now. Because that's the formation of our life. Pastor Shadia said it today. If somebody has gone to do nose piercing, which she said she has no problem with it, you can pierce anything you want. It's just that what you value now is the issue. What you place value on. Like, we're just thinking, whatever you're doing now, if you put that same value into it, it's better returns for what you've gone to put value in. And then we have to probe why you did that. It's just you like the word's value. You've seen someone that looks that way and you want to be here. This is why some of the things... So, so think with me as I round up tonight... The reason why we reject some of the things or all of the things they taught us is not because it's not discipline. It is discipline, but it is not spirituality. So the fault is they taught it to us as spirituality. It is good discipline. It is fine. But it is not an inroad to being special before God. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can't then say, well, I don't fast anymore. We know if you do fast, it will help your body. You get slimmer. You get rid of some extra whatever you want to get rid of. Fasting can help you do that. But to say that's how to reach God. And a man says, as this year is starting prophetically, I need you to start with 100,000 days. 
that is not spirituality but does it work with um gain um weight loss yes it does is it discipline not to be a gluten yes yeah but is it spirituality Mm -mm. so many of those things are good for discipline they are good for a coordinated life they are good for focus But they are not why God chose you. They will enhance you. Of course, in, in most cases, not fasting. Fasting will not enhance you. It will just make you dead hungry near the gate of hell and you will not be able to do anything productive for yourself or for your family. Okay? Choose spirituality. To refuse to be corrupted by this world's value. That's the value of the new church, the real church. Maybe next week or during the week, or if your pastors don't get there yet, love is why we gather. You know why? Gathering for like much service costs us more money and it makes us no money. It makes us no money. You don't have to do it if it is just church stuff. Because it's all cost. It's going to cost you, that one service will cost you 100k and you ask, is this even needed? What was the point? It has no single value. But for what we've embraced as nationalism, what it helps you do and achieve in people's lives. So if there is no constant drive for soul winning, you're just about to waste your father's money god's money and your resources which you should be a good custodian of if pity cannot explain why we need it if it is just for his own ego then it is not true spirituality if pity can't explain what it helps elite do banking family do power base do then it is vain is ego god does not bless ego god blesses true spirituality can you take the truth? Many of you have been walking in the truth. Do you know the truth now about giving? Go back and with a new eyes again, study and read Act 1, 2, 3, 4 and get some issues settled in your mind. Not given so that God can bless me. He's blessed you already. I'm given so that a mission can be done. And how do I then get blessed then? The bigger that mission becomes, the bigger high will become. It is very logical, guys. It's seed, time, and harvest. Seed, time, and harvest is logical. So what if God wants to bless a person? It will lead your path towards a person he called. And the call will be obvious. It's simple. You won't have to be thinking, did God call him or not? It will lead your way there. So every other thing called giving around it is falsehood. Why do we then still give to Nigerian church? Let's say, let's assume we do. Why? Because I see a man that is 76, but how he leads the orphans, widows, and young people. If he's only telling me, you know, tomorrow is going to be miracle service, oh, and then next tomorrow is miracle. I'm thinking, thumbs up, you'll be doing your miracle. And, and why do I even need to send you anything? 
The same miracle that made a lame man walk must definitely be able to rob a bank or bring money or print money from heaven. But no, you're seeing right before you a special work and you're seeing young people and you're wondering how, why, how. That's a special assignment. Every other thing is fine. It can be for entertainment. It can be for whatever. But the call that we pick there is real to us. Can we take the truth? Everyone else should go back to their own family tonight or tomorrow night or morning, whenever, and say, guys, can you still take the truth? Because this is our only license, passport, into real freedom. And see, we can't set the word free if we are in bondage. The church is in bondage. Pastors that are not bold enough to teach them truth will put them under every burden that they cannot carry and they wonder what is wrong with them. When we were growing up, they used to send someone becomes born again. But before he became born again, he had, he's had three wives. So oh, you cannot be in this church. But from then, I used to say, why though? When did God change his mind about this thing? The only thing is he changed his mind and didn't tell us. Like he just moved on and didn't bother to just say, um, excuse me, in Luke chapter, no. Why? Why can't he serve God? And later, the, anyway, let me just leave it because I can't get into the details of this before people cast off restraint. You see, there are some topics that if you cast off restraint on it, poverty will restrain you. So it's not a problem. Truth sets free. Show us the truth. We keep saying as a house, like, we know we're in your will, but whatever the truth for 2023 is, you show us. Whatever the truth for power base is, you show us. For the Bible says, if anyone wills to do his word, he will know. He'll just know. This is the next step to take. And every step you take, therefore, will lead you into freedom. Financial freedom and every freedom. Before you give people money, especially when they need your money, right? Check their truth life or don't give them. Because, let me tell you something, guys. What kills us is not one big incident. It is many tiny obligations that we have to stay true to because we don't want to disappoint those people. Do you understand that? Many obligations. Or someone keep asking you for money and you've tried to say, I don't have. So in other words, they are just saying, listen, you may not have go look for it because I need it. But I don't have and you are not mission. And I don't have. So, they, they didn't say verbatim, just give me. But by consistently asking, they're just saying, you go find it. And at the point, you're saying, look, I know what kills a person. Tiny obligations to people you don't want to disappoint. Many here and there chopping away at you. And you don't know when to say, you know what? I'm not doing this one you'll survive. That's the only time you can say, come, let me pray for you. I'll pray with you. 
Let's pray. I wake up every day, not, not the family now. I saying request, request. And I know, you see you people here, yeah? you'll never be free from poverty. Why do you say that, sir? Because you're not free in your minds. So should I sell myself to raise, maybe I want like 10K, I don't know. 10K, yeah, like literally. Should I sell myself and give you all? You'll still run it down. Because you're not free. You know those some people, of course, many people will give money for what nation did well. But there are many who took the money and guess the first thing they did? They went to pay tight. You evil little rat. You've taken God's money to give to the devil. You foul spirit. Like, as in, you ask for money for business. And you've gone to give that pastor. The same person we are trying to take money out of so that it doesn't keep talking. Oh, let me, I'm just joking with that. You've gone to pay tight. He said, I paid tight, then I sow seed. Then there's a blessing that comes from my mother if I give her. So all this blessing has been with your tighter, the person you tighter and your mother, all this while. It's been there and you, you, it wasn't useful until a set of people sacrificed. But you see what is in his head? It was that prayer in church last Sunday that made what nation pick him. But consistently, people who have done that, their, their business never worked. Because whatever you're sowing is not omission. It's a bondage in your mind. It's a bondage. So really, you have money, but you're not free from poverty. Not free. But you will know the truth. If you are not free from poverty, you won't live in the elite HQ. You won't live there. You just look around and say, ha, these guys, man, they're always aiming for higher things. Elite guys, you've lived in that house before you moved in. Your mind has moved in. So if you had to go live somewhere temporarily, you know it's a matter of a few minutes. You've already, you're already living where you want to live. That's a free man. That's a free woman. You know why I'm saying this? Today, you may be in the nation family and you're thinking, especially those of you who pop nose into Africa and others, they say, this guy has 10 houses and 10 Rolls Royces. He's poor. All of a sudden, you want to be him. You know why? You're not living in this nation yet. Already here. Yeah. You know where you're supposed to be living. In presidential villas. Meaning you should have been living there from six months that you came into nation family. It's just a matter of time to move your bag in. You're already living there. You're already living in the... You're already sitting as Abba on the chair of the CEO of the best bank. You're already sitting there. So if it took you to walk to London Bridge to walk you won't feel the pain. 
because of what, where you already live. That's a free person. So they say, you guys just spend anyhow. You live like this and you're giving and giving. They say, because we already live in bigger money. So we know that the money right now cannot save us and can't help us. We are not poor. We already live there. We live in that future. It is future to you, but it is present with us. These are truths that sets us free. These are truths that stay with us on the days that we have no penny. Because you are allowed to have no penny. You know why you would have no penny? Sometimes you have too much projects. It's people. If you go about with that defeat mindset, you will get to live in defeat. Our minds are free. We're not afraid. We're not competing with any church. We're not competing with anybody because we already live in government houses. We already rule from government houses. If that's, that mind is not in you already, then there's a big disconnect somewhere. I was a kitchen porter washing the plates and people can make mockery of the story and say this and that. The reason why they are making mockery is because they will be the plate washers in the future. But look at this. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it's inferior. I didn't feel it's bad. I didn't see it as a lesser thing. You know why? I was already living in today. What you call today. I'm washing the plates. Your hands, you're tired, your knees are tired. But I was already living here. Do you understand what living here means? As in my mind could not see any other thing. I couldn't see I couldn't see what kitchen potty meant. I could have boosted the house. Oh, you don't know me. I'm a kitchen potty down the road. I could have boosted with it. If I had the chance, I won't feel it's bad. I won't feel it's wrong. I won't feel it's lower. The things that make you cry like, oh, what I'm going through is because of where you're still living. And so they said we should move out of so-so-so house. Say, so what? Do you know how many places we've moved out of? I said, well, but it's not stability for kids. And I said, the kids don't need any stability. They should take it out. They take it. But I'm not going to settle before settling. I'm not going to give them a, a, a legacy of weakness. I'm not going to train them out to be nobodies. I will fight till the last day. Living for what I see in my mind, that's all I'm going to go for. I refuse to be corrupted by this world's values. The value telling a bearer, how old are you now, bearer? 25. The value telling her, you better put this together for your life. You, that's the what's value. What is faith value? She's already living in a land nobody can see. And everybody can mock it all they like. In this lifetime, they will see it. From the time I've been talking about Spark Nation today, years ago, and I didn't even talk about this much because I didn't even know this exists. I just spoke about what I can even think then. People were laughing. What they didn't know is that it's even way more than what I was saying. And we had not one penny. Not one. We didn't know how to pay for a 300 pounds office next month. We were, I was begging a pastor, remember that story, to share the office so that maybe we pay 150 together. And then we were saying a day will come that we'll have our own 
office our own office so when we moved into 87a and there were three or four offices we said aha you see i've been saying it, it has happened but god was saying if only you know never this is not it has happened eyes have not seen ears have not heard but the more i devoted myself to the apostles teaching the more i can see where to live so i refused to live in the world's valley and if in the days that we're sharing the 150 pound office which the pastor disappointed me said yes then he developed good feet i said god what are, why did you do this to me how am i gonna pay 300 pounds last week next next week then i learned if you don't have to pay it you won't have to have it and that from 300 pounds i wasn't living there so if you've met me then you just have met someone that is just disconfident there was nothing missing nothing broken those of you who still met me in lancaster and lancaster to here is far apart you may say it's five years six years ago it's way far apart in achievement but you can tell about the pity you met it's still the same confidence i still spoke about millions though we had it not it's still the same thing because that's where we live we're free in our minds we're free completely free especially in the assignment i didn't go to set myself free on football or on um, volleyball or on um, um, being the best rapper in my assignment in my call my mind was free and that's why we're still witnessing prosperity today you know why because if i just decide that you know what I'm only just going to meet people in living room, five people for the next one year. I will not feel like the church is going to die. I'm confident about building and rebuilding, demolishing and building. That's why we're free to walk with church like we like. Whereas in bondage, a pastor is sitting there counting how many people will come to church today. I'm panicking. But see how much we've experimented because we're actually rich natural physical resources is not what makes you rich otherwise africa will be rich they see the resources every day yet they are so poor imagine you see the vanity of pentecostalism and christianity imagine every day every day and i'll close who is closing this service once i choose who will close it means i'll close soon because i can do this till tomorrow imagine every day you're seeing gold oil everything that will make you rich and you step on it to pray to god to make you rich so another man travels the white man travels and say remove your leg i'll take it don't worry i'll make you rich it's still happening in third world still now like the gold is in front of you and you say i i personally don't know what to do with this but holy holy spirit please come and make me rich i'm hungry and gold is in front of you you just don't know what to do then the man who has no gold or Holy Spirit comes and uses it to build his own country. How can this be? The proverbial Africa just tells us physical substance don't make a person rich. 
it is detailed leadership that leads us into prosperity. God bless you. I rest my case tonight.